1: Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Shit's about to hit the fan. Welcome to Unsanctioned Thursdays on Wrestling with Freddie.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unsanctioned Thursdays, the show created by you, for you. Today's episode, we get into voicemails from you, the listener. On behalf of Jeff I. this is Chris Christofferson. No, he's a real guy. This is Biff Bifferson, and this is Unsanctioned Thursdays. Yeah! What's up, everybody? Um... Sorry, that guy's so unprofessional. Couldn't even remember his own name. (laughs) Uh, But I'm here, Mr. Jeff's here, and today you are here as well. You're an actual part of the show. You're going to hear your voices. You're going to hear your questions. So I hope you didn't use naughty language. Because if you did, I'm calling your mamas. Jeff, how are you today, sir?
3: Feeling good, man. Woke up a little late, and that's. But I needed the extra rest, you know.
2: Sorry, you're allowed to sleep in. You don't have babies. You don't have no babies yet.
3: Yeah, I'm good. It's okay.
2: Me, I woke up at 5.30. Life's fun. Party on. (laughs) Let's start the show. With us is our amazing producer, Alex. Alex is going to play your voice messages for us today so that we can hear your lovely voices, your questions, and hopefully give you some quality answers. This first one comes from Eddie Lamb. Eddie Lamb, my man.
4: Hey, Freddie. This is Eddie from Annapolis, Maryland.
2: Just curious, what wrestlers in WWE do you think would be better suited in AEW and you would like to see there? And what wrestlers from AEW do you think would work better in WWE? So we've flirted with this topic before, Jeff, as far as the AEW to WWE, I think Ricky Starks would transition seamlessly because of his ability on the mic and how heavily valued that is within the company's higher ups. If you're good on the mic you will get a shot. They will find people to bounce off you and work around you, even if you're not, you know, the best wrestler, people who will make you look great. The cool thing with Ricky Starks is he can already do the work and he's sick on the mic. So I think he could be a big star there in WWE. As far as reversing that, that's a little trickier because the people who are working right now. Are working really well granted we all want to see la Knight with a title but he's kind of bigger than a title right now so i don't know if he necessarily needs one the reverence for the japanese wrestling at aew seems much greater than at wwe so i'll throw out shinsuke nakamura as somebody who would get quality wins at AEW against top opponents whereas i they feel a, a bit more reticent to pull that off in WWE. So there's my answer. What about you, Jeff?
3: I feel like a lot of the wrestlers in AEW, like like if Ricky Starks comes over to AEW or sorry, comes over to WWE, WWE. or something, it would be like he's he's got big star power and like he's got the he's got everything going for him but he's undersized. And I feel like, okay, like Shinsuke goes to AEW. He's a he's a giant over there. Like there, there are a lot of like smaller guys in AEW, and then bigger yeah, that's guys. true. They
2: got the Adam Cole's and whatnot. Yeah, yeah.
3: So it's, it, I feel like immediately anybody that goes from WWE over to AEW would be kind of like this larger bodied person. So it'd be tough to make those. I, I, I would have a tough time predicting who would do well from AEW to WWE. So I don't, I don't really know. Just it would feel like. Can you imagine Roman Reigns at AEW? It would be like, what? What are we?
2: I couldn't, but I could imagine a Baron Corbin at oh, an AEW yeah. as Tom Pestock. You know what I mean? And just doing his thing and and killing it there and and being more of himself than the characters that they create for him.
3: Yeah, that would. But yeah, it is harder to go back the other way. You're right. It seems like that. Yeah, like Daniel Bryan, like there's nobody more f- over in the world. And and when he was at AEW or when he was at WWE, he felt kind of like a middle of the lineup guy. As far as, and I until he popped. When he popped, he was the biggest star in wrestling. But I'm wondering if that was, was the because the of size, going, yes, size yes, and yes. Vince and all these giants that he has to slay. Like I just wonder if it's a body size thing. But I
2: don't know. No, you're you're not wrong. I mean, they definitely have a bias to the bigger guys. But guess what? So do you. Next question.
0: <laughs> this next one coming up is from Timothy Miller.
1: Hey, Freddie. Hey, Jeff. Long uh, longtime fan here. This is Timothy down in Savannah, Georgia, a little south of where you guys just were up in Atlanta. But just wanted to reach out and, and inquire about something you guys haven't touched on yet. And that is the TV show Heels, uh, the one starring Stephen Amell over on Stars. It's pretty great if you haven't checked it out. I think season two is a lot stronger than season one. Uh, and I just want to see what you guys thoughts are. On it. If you have been keeping up with it, is there anything in the works so we can maybe potentially get Stephen Amell on, maybe break down some his actual in-ring work and his televised in-ring work? Yeah, maybe we can break some of that down. I think it's really fun. Thank you, guys, for amazing amazing uh, podcast. Now twice a week. Wonderful. And uh, keep up the good work, guys. Thank you. What a nice guy.
2: Thank you, sir. Appreciate you a lot. I have not seen heels. I, I will say this. I, I don't watch any scripted television. I watch movies, sports, and wrestling. So it's really hard to get me into a series. I will say this. Every convention I've gone to, someone has told me, you have to watch Heels. Every wrestling fan I meet, who's a fan of the show, says, dude, you have to watch Heels. So... Maybe I have to watch Heels. I'm I'm a fan of Stephen Amell. I liked what he did. I thought Cody put him over big when he did Stardust versus Stephen Amell in WWE. And I thought he was the first celebrity to really do a good job in WWE in forever. And I was even on an episode where I took a bump from Randy Orton. And I thought what Stephen Amell did, because he did a whole match, was far, far superior than, than what anyone else had done up to that point. And now I think it's it sort of opened the door for other people to jump in there too, because they can show, look what we did with Stephen Amell. We can make you look this good too, and they can kind of sell themselves to the Logan Pauls and the bad bunnies of the world. So I haven't seen it. I probably should watch it. If I ever do, we will review it, and that's all I can promise you, sir.
3: Yeah, i never seen the show. We only talk about real wrestling here, all right? Not fake wrestling. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not here to talk about some scripted that's crap. Right. I'm here to talk about real professional wrestling. Tell them, Jeff. All right, next question.
2: This next one comes from Donna Yononi.
1: Hey, Jeff and Freddie. Love the podcast. Been listening since the beginning. My question for both of you guys is, if you could write for any wrestler in any promotion now, who would it be? And Jeff, when are you going to be in Philly?
3: Got to come to Philly soon. So as far as the story
2: that's too on the spot for me to give you a quality story i maybe jeff can come up with something amazing by the time i'm done but that's that's a lot if i could go back to wwe i would 100 percent want to come up with something for la night but i don't think he needs me so it would be someone that i would have to find as more underserviced. And so I would have to go to someone like Santos Escobar, where I could get to know him, talk to him about, you know, what kind of man he likes to put out there, groom that with the wrestler that he puts himself out there as, and then come up with a reason as to why he's fighting. But I really like him a lot. Uh, We had Zelina on here and she gave me shit for saying I didn't want her as his manager. And she was right but it wasn't anything bad about her. It was just that I think Escobar can talk and I think he should be given the opportunity to, if you just give him the right story and let him speak in a voice that he's familiar with and not just, you know, random dialogue. So that would be the WWE one. AEW, it's Ricky Starks all day or it's Hobbs all day. Those would be the two that I would want to to do something for, so that's that's my answer, and I'm
3: sorry that I didn't give you a story, even though that was a part of your request. But that is a lot to ask. All right, I would say. See, here's the thing. My answer is is going to sound like predictable and like a joke, but it it's something I would genuinely do, and I think it would genuinely work. I'd go to that locker room. I'd find all the biggest guys, almost you know, a big cast or now big, whatever it is. I would just make a stable of giants and Braun Strowman. We'll put them all together. And what you do yeah, is you right. just be like, their whole shtick is like, we don't talk. We beat ass. So like there, there's no mic work. That's the part of the gimmick is that there's no mic. There's work. no
2: mic work. Yeah. I love
3: it. Oh, we're not like these yappy little shits out here. We, we just, we just <laughs> beat shit up. That's what we do. And all oh, you want a big promo Boom! All four giants just slamming these wrestlers, and I think it'd be cool to just have. And now you don't need one big guy with a small guy or any of those things. You kind of got this just this stable of giants, and I think that'd be awesome.
2: I, as I often do, I'm switching my answer. I'm going with that. That'd be
3: fun, right? Bunch going, of giants. I'm
2: going with. I'm going with Jeff's. I'm going with Jeff's.
3: <laughs> Next question. So, so instead of the powers of pain, we get the P.O.M. The powers of meat. Yeah. The, the powers meat of meat. <laughs> The Palm Squad. Even Miro wouldn't be big enough for my for my stable. I need him to be tall Dang. and giant. Yeah.
2: I'd do the mid meat classic, <laughs> and it would be my guys that are just just not quite big like enough. Like Hobbs and Miro, to, like, those are big be, guys. Yeah, but they're, they're yeah, like they're,
3: they're like mid wide and strong. You know, like I want these <laughs> Vince freaks. Actually, you know what? Vince might be the only person in the world who would like that pitch. He'd be like, "Wait a minute, probably." I think he's on to well, something. No, I like it. <laughs>
2: But I like the guys that are as wide as they are tall. Like, I like Otis in WWE. I love Miro. I love Hobbs. The Viking. The Viking. It's like six feet wide and six
0: feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) When you buy a new house, you might say. Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say. Like a good neighbor, State
4: Farm is there.
0: That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
2: This next one coming up is from Jessica Marinaro. Hey, Marinaro.
3: Hey, guys. I just want to say that I absolutely love your podcast. Freddie, I think what you're doing is so awesome. You and
1: Mr. Jeff Die. I think what you guys have put together is awesome. And as a very, very long time WWF, WWE fan, I just want to say thank you for everything that you guys do. I think it's awesome hearing your experiences from the writing to how it's evolved and and how your kids are involved. And I think it's awesome. So just wanted to
3: share my love and to say how grateful I am. So keep doing the thing. I'll be listening on the other end. Love always. Jess from
1: Queens, New York. Bye.
2: Yo, Miss Marinero. You're super nice and we send you tons of love. Thank you so much. It's nice to get to do something you love as your job. And I know that not everyone gets to do that. And this is something that I I truly enjoy getting to do every week. I don't get to see Jeff as often as I'd like because he's a traveling stand-up comedian and is is gone all the time. So it's our chance to kind of say hi and make each other smile and it's it's a blessing to get to do this show and i I don't take it for granted so thank you for the message we appreciate
3: you listening ready for a heel turn what's her name jess (laughs) jess jess marinaro or whatever you call yourselves listen (laughs) oh no new jersey stinks (laughs) don't do it we love you jess i just just, she's (laughs) from queens oh queens yeah queens new york stinks too yeah my buddy my buddy randy's from there donald trump's from there (laughs) listen Queens is a dump, and you know it, Jez. Just kidding. Jez. We love you. We love you. You're the best. Thanks for listening. I just wanted to give you something a little different, and some that's how that's how bad guy wrestlers show their love.
2: That's what you get, Jez. <laughs> that's what you get. No good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> All right, next next out of the box. Uh, this next one's from
0: Dane Thompson. Big Dane. Hey Freddie, this is Dane from Joplin, Missouri. I'm curious if the man Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, is set for sure to go to WrestleMania and fight a Roman Reigns again and get that belt. Let me know what you think. Thanks. It's
2: got to be. It's got, it's got to be. Otherwise there's no reason for him to, to be held away for so long. They, they put him on a different show for crying out loud. Like they've done everything they can to keep them apart so that when Royal Rumble comes, they can start revving up for this, for this rematch it's it's gotta be that's the only reason he lost was because he has to eventually win and that'll be when roman leaves to go make movies or whatever it is he has planned if not then it was just a colossal waste and I, i feel like he would be bummed that he even came back if that's how that story ended so i think we will see the 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 road to wrestlemania be laced with with Cody Rhodes and and Roman Reigns' blood and sweat and then we'll get a, a big final match and Cody will finally go over Roman can go take the break that he is for sure due and if it means Hollywood then party on man it, it just means wrestling's getting even more mainstream and there'll be more opportunities for even more wrestlers I think it is destiny my friend destiny day
0: this next one coming up is from Kenzie Roberts first off I want to say
3: rest in power to the great Terry Funk and the great Bray Wyatt when
0: we Secondly, my question is for both of you. Would
3: you guys accept a job from Vince
0: McMahon on creatives? But
3: the kicker is, he says, you guys can work remotely so you guys can still do your other things. Thanks, guys. Mm. Love the show. Always a great show. Always five stars
2: for me. Keep up the great work. That's an interesting question, man. That I'd do it. Listen, yeah, man. I'd there, try. there are times where I've thought about it, and there are wrestlers who inspire you enough to to do it. That would be a hard no. If I could stay home, although you want to be there, once you go and you're a part of the process, you really you miss it when you're not there. If I had the freedom of schedule to go to the shows, I could make and to stay home for the ones I couldn't, and work remotely. That would be a hard. It would be I would be hard pressed to say no, regardless of what I was doing, even if I was working on a movie, I'd be like, well, when I'm not learning lines, I write some sweet wrestling dialogue, write all the shit this director won't let me say freaking jerk (laughs) so yeah man i could i could see something like that happening what about you dude you jump on that right i think i
3: would do it just to see how well i would do or like what they're expecting i I would just be too upset with myself if i said no so i'd try and if it worked out then i'd be really happy and if it's just like this isn't a thing but the fact that like if i'd have to like change my life and live in connecticut and travel four days a week or any of that stuff like it's just the easiest no in the world but if he could make me work remote I would definitely give it my uh, my my best shot.
2: Yeah, you could plan out your comedy circuit to the raw schedule, and you could do the clubs Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then all the wrestlers would get there, and then you just help them out on Monday, man, so they talk better shit, and then you fly back home. Exactly. What about that schedule, Jeff? Perfecto.
3: It would be a lot of travel, but it'd be fun.
2: It, ain't nobody more prepared for travel than a stand-up comedian. You're true. taking the damn job, Jeff. That is Jeff. true. That's true. All right. Final question. Next one is coming up from Mandy. Talk to me, Mandy.
1: Hey, Freddie. Hey, Jeff. Mandy from Dallas. Thank you guys so much for doing your podcast. I just want to say it's super fun to listen to someone that I was such a huge fan of growing up to bring on one of their friends and twice a week just talk about something that I love. And you guys have a super fresh take on it. I like that you have such an insider um, info on it, but also that you're so positive about it. It's not a lot of negative, heavy critiquing. I feel like even when you guys do have something to say about it that's, you know, not so great, you guys are still excited about it and optimistic about the changes that they can make and you know what that can become. And so thank you for just always lending that positivity to your podcast and thank you for just being fun and nerdy and giving us wrestling dorks, another fun podcast to listen to now twice a week because you guys are super freaking awesome. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for doing what you do. That's what a
2: rational human being. What a, what a, what a rational, accurate perspective on on life and on us, Jeff. Big love to you.
3: She realizes that when we talk trash about wrestling, we still love the wrestlers and the wrestling. We're talking about it in the way you talk about a soap opera star. You know, you you don't hate the lady on the soap opera; you just hate the character she's playing and what what the story might be. That's all.
2: And I always thought they were super hot, like the eighties mm-hmm. chicks on the soap operas. Yeah. Oh
3: man. Like Lana. I'd walk Sasha in the room, Banks. my
2: mom would be my mom would be like smoking her her Carlton menthols and I'd walk through and see some smoking hot lady and some dude making out and I'd be like, yo, hello. Yeah, I was only ten. Who's she?
3: <laughs> Can I watch soaps too, uh, what, mom?
2: <laughs> what is this show, mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously though, thank you for for the love, and I'm glad that we're able to entertain you. Thank you for thinking we have fresh takes on this. We both genuinely like wrestling, and I think that comes through every single week. I've been asked to give negative takes when I've done other podcasts, and I've been hard-pressed to do it because it's just not its not really a part of my nature. And to know Jeff at all is to know he just wants everybody to, to laugh and, and get along. So Hayden's not big on his nature either. He'll find a way... He'll find a reason to love anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Voicemail Unsanctioned Thursday episode. It's all about you, for you, by you, the people. And that's what we are. We're men of the people. Mr. Jeff Dye, Mr. Freddie Prinz, And we will see you guys soon every Wednesday and every Thursday right here on Wrestling with Fred. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.